0: Hi guys, on today's show we're looking at Gish, Palito, North, Edney, Hart, Brown, Connery and Lambert. We're looking at nineteen eighty-sixes, Highlander. <laughs>
1: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's instalment of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Plant. And I'm John Watson. Hi guys. John Watson, how the devil are you?
0: I am grand big man. I am grand. It's, uh, it's, It's great to be alive. It really is. And I am the one. (laughs) It <laughs> can only be one, John, <laughs> or, or the one if you want to get Spanish. the one. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so we uh, we're going to be talking about a specific film today. It, it works quite well because as of recording, this is uh, the day before Burns Night. Yep. So we've picked something a little, <laughs> not very, but a little bit kind of. Scottish. John, do you want to tell us what we're talking about?
0: Yep, we're talking about Highlander. 1986s. What a year.
1: Canon Films Highlander. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, 100 Things You learn From Film is the film podcast where you are going to learn something. Uh, We're going to learn a lot more, but you're certainly going to learn at least one thing today. John and I <laughs> watched the movie separately. Uh, we come up with a list, a maximum of no more than 70 things that we have learned from the film. we need to stop calling them facts, John.
0: Yeah. They're not um, all facts. Yeah. Just, uh, just things all, we've learned.
1: <laughs> yeah. Things that are new to us. Yeah. Because right, there are a lot of things in this film that won't be new to us. Uh, We put them together. Uh, We need to come up with, at the end, as many as we can. The plan is to come up with 100 things that we have learned individually. If John comes up with one thing I've already got, we scrub it off both of our lists, but it only counts towards one thing. Yeah. Okay. What, John, is your relationship with 1986's Highlander? Just, do
0: you know what? It was one of those things that I went into, Sabaz, that was the name of the shop, Sabaz, um off-license stroke, butcher stroke, everything, so in their shop in Pollock, they had a video section, and then uh, they had a a poster, and I I saw it, and I thought, Highlander, what is this? Because obviously my age, I was really young at the time, I I think it was about 10 when it came out, I had to wait, but once I saw it, it was mind-blowing, it really was, it was a cult classic straight off the bat, had... Queen that had a lot going on. It had Clancy Brown who had never known before, and turned out to be one of the one of my favourite villains. So yes, yeah, it's, it's got a lot going for it.
1: There's certainly a lot going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there really is. Uh, but 1986 there was there was a lot of good stuff going on. I remember 1986. Um, I went and seen The Labyrinth. There was a lot of weird stuff that that was out. Blue Velvet was out. There was uh, Big Trouble in Little China. So 1986 was a cracking year for film. <laughs>
1: That, yeah, that 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 is a good good year. There's some great directors there, isn't there? Some yeah. Fantastic directors, no some God great yeah. Stars. This this exhausted me in <laughs> this movie, not not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think I'd said to you when 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 you'd you'd added it to a, a shortlist a while ago, uh, I'd said to you, oh, I'm "Not so sure. I don't I don't think I like it." And and I watched it. it, it I watched it over yesterday and today. I've only watched it once, but I, I'd take a to bre- a break between. There's so much. There's so much going on. It is packed, full of stuff. <laughs> yeah, for its uh, 150. Uh, for, sorry, for its hour and 55 runtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's massive. It's
0: absolutely. crazy. It's crazy epic. There's just so much going on. It's hard. And literally, as one of those, if you lose concentration, you could come back at a part where you're thinking, "Where the hell did this go?" So you need to need to track it. Uh,
1: yeah, abs- absolutely, absolutely. It's certainly. Much better than I gave it credit for. Certainly, much much better than I gave it credit for.
0: Good, good, good.
1: So let's get on to the movie. Unless you've got anything more, to add. John. Let's get on to the movie.
0: No, no, no. That's yeah. No, let's let's do it. I'll, I'll, I'll just go as and when I'm ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in in the blocks. So we start with uh, we've had a lot of these recently. A, a kind of a title screen with with text uh, that's read out and in, in this. At this point, it's, uh, it's it's a voice that we know very, very well. It's Sean. Uh, Shoshone, Shony. Shony uh, Shony boy. And he, he, he narrates, much better than I would, from the dawn of time we came, moving silently through down through the centuries, living many secret lives, struggling to reach time of the gathering, when the few who remain will battle to the last. No one has ever known we were among you until now.
0: Very echoey. Um, yeah. And apparently, it was recorded in a bathroom in Spain. And I kid you not, the reason he was in Spain is because he was going to see a Spanish voice coach. So he, when he was doing his part in this, he could speak Spanish. And he doesn't.
1: <laughs> doesn't at all. Is just John right. Connery. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't do any of it. Um, I'm going to add that as, as the first thing that we learned, John. I mean, I, that's astonishing. I because... <laughs>
0: No, no. <laughs> At least
1: in the Untouchables, he puts a little bit of Irish.
0: Just a tad. In, just, just, enough.
1: A, just, just a enough. little, little yeah. bit there. Did he, did he win the Oscar for the Untouchables? I think he might have done. Best I think he may have done,
0: yeah. Yeah, something
1: very familiar about that. I mean, it's bad, as I recall, the accent. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's absolutely no doubt that was just an sort of all-expenses-paid jolly for oh, Sean, wasn't oh,
0: yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Vocal coach. I right.
0: this man. one was a walk in a park as well, apparently. It only took a week for him to do all his parts. He's
1: so not he, in it. He's not in it. <laughs> he's, he's only in like three scenes. Yeah, yeah, but and
0: there was these scenes he showed up within a week and he had a bet with the director that he couldn't do it and they actually pulled it off. We got paid a million dollars for seven days' work.
1: Wow. There's a couple of things we've learned there. A million dollars for seven days. A million
0: dollars for seven days' work over well, ten
1: And over, I bet over, they do him to and from his home in the Bahamas. As
0: well. <laughs> Just ship him out and ship him back in again, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, c- I can see why he was maybe a bit dubious about this film, because it is a bit, hang on a second, you might be a Spaniard. It's bad enough yeah. a Russian.
1: Well, yeah, d- technically he's Egyptian, as he tells us later on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which, uh, which doesn't make a lot of sense. And the, the guy that's Scottish in it is actually French.
0: So, when they, when they picked him up, he'd only done, like, a Tarzan movie. Oh, so, great, oh so,
1: yeah, Greystock. Grace Grace Grace
0: yeah, so he'd only done that, and he, he had minimal um, English words to see in it, so when he got hired to do it, they assumed he could speak English, and he couldn't speak a, well, so he couldn't speak English, so he had to wow. practice his English to, to get get that, part.
1: That's fantastic. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> And it was a known fact. It's not as if it was something that came out later. It was like, this boy cannot speak a word of... Because he's obviously French, but he can't speak English at all. Now main Scottish. It,
1: it's one of those. I've seen that Greystoke film a number of times. It's one that I think I must have videoed as a kid and watched over and over and over again. And I've, no, I, I can't remember a thing about it except I I'm the same. a crashed crash plane.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just one uh, of those. You know, just just bring the... and then they bring up my England, don't they? To, yeah paid him about so yeah i've seen it as well and i can't remember anything about it uh,
1: no no that's <laughs> it I, I i think i might be conflating it with mosquito coast great movie by the way i haven't thought about mosquito coast for a yeah, while
0: yeah i've not seen that well seen it's that a a great
1: great movie so we we start uh from from all that uh with uh queen we start with queen princes of the universe yeah. not a big queen fan john myself Never really got into them past the kind of the, the hits. Um, but it's not, a, it's not an official Queen soundtrack, this. Uh, yes. All of the songs in it, almost all the songs in it, come from uh, 1986's It's a Kind of Magic, uh, which I've been listening to a little bit today. Uh, is a very, very good album.
0: Yeah. But
1: they're not really for me, Queen, I, I, I don't think.
0: So the soundtrack itself, they were only meant to sing one song, and then when they saw the cut of it, I think uh, Brian May, Roger Taylor, wanted to to do a song each. So apparently they all sung uh, a song for each one. But apparently David Bowie was meant to be doing some of his songs as well. So it was Duran Duran. So, but once they they seen the film, they like could we just do the whole lot, and they did.
1: Wow, but there's there's no official soundtrack. I read up on this. There's no official soundtrack, but Brian May said. That he was really, really keen at a later date to create a, an an OST, but they just never got round to. it.
0: Yeah, it's just not
1: something they got round to.
0: Yeah, because by that time, a lot of them had a lot of the stuff come out and remastered. So there was a lot of the songs who watched Love Her, They were always they were all over the place. And I think there's a Queen hard that you can actually stream and listen to the songs now. So there's literally no point in doing it.
1: Oh, okay. So we we start off in it's like a wrestling ring. It's a tag team. There's the fabulous Freebirds and so all like that. Freebirds, Freebirds, which is uh, S- Sweet Home Alabama. A couple of episodes ago in Conair, and it does this f- amazing camera shot circle in the crowd? And and I, 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 I struggle to find any kind of making of for this and, and anything when i was doing some looking up so i didn't find out how that how they did it but it looks like f- it looks like you're flying over the crowd so
0: it looks like drone footage and it was done using four wires i'd read up on it so the guy that created the state they can the steady cam mechanism yeah. he created that pulley system so it's literally on four wires that they could sort of pull directionally so it literally looks like a drone it's absolutely amazing
1: wow yeah. You're, you're a, you're a, you're a drone, uh, you're a drone pilot, aren't you? I'm John? a drone nut. Yeah. 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 Qualified. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't, uh, don't, 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 don't fly into, uh, don't fly into any, uh, Middle Eastern countries.
0: Or, or anywhere near uh, the other Glasgow airport.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, so a different type of drone. Different type yeah. of drone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was brilliant. I'm, I'm glad you found that cause I couldn't find that, but, but, they're at Madison Square Gardens. So I learned a few bits and pieces about Madison Square Gardens. Uh, it's located between 7th and 8th Avenue in New York. Another New York movie, by the way, John. I know you love New York. New have picked York. it. could have picked it better. Um, the subway station for this, there is a, there's, there's a train station right below it, Penn Station. But the subway station is 34th Street and Penn, and it opened in 1968. There's two sports teams there. Have you any idea what New York sports are played there? There's two uh, sports
0: teams. Hockey. Yeah, ice hockey. And American football.
1: <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> uh, basketball.
0: Oh, so close.
1: Yeah, 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 I don't I don't think it's quite big enough to uh t- to fit that kind of carry on in. Yeah, it's the uh the New York Rangers, you'll like that one, and the New York Knicks. Hey, how about those Knicks
0: <laughs>
1: who play there?
0: actually uh, so they wouldn't apparently they, they wanted to do the opening scene on a hockey match, but ironically they didn't want to do that because the NHL thought it would just glorify the violence within hockey, so they didn't let them do it.
1: There's a there's a guy behind him who's really into the wrestling, really into the kind of the 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 wrestling. Like he's 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 going, he's going on stop on that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's no. giving everything. Um, Did and, you know as well? Sorry.
0: Did you notice Jason Voorhees as well, the guy with the hockey I mask on? I did not, no. Yeah, I think it was a nod to Jason Voorhees, but as I seen him, was like, oh my God, look at that boy.
1: No, I didn't. <laughs> even, I, didn't even, I must have been making a note at the time. Um, do wrestling matches make you think of your former life as a Scottish warrior, John?
0: All the time. Oh, every time I see WWF, I think, where's my Claymore?
1: <laughs> every time I think of WWF, I think, who's going to save the pandas? <laughs> So he he has like a flashback to this former life as a Scottish warrior, and we we kind of we, we're eking in there slowly, yeah, to find out a little bit about it. He wanders off down to the car park, and then this guy just shows up like this guy out out of nowhere. He's he's dressed like a all like Oligar- a mannequin, a little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit. He, he, he looks like he's one of these limo drivers. Looks like yes, looks like that the guy is. in. He looks like the guy in Die Hard. You know, the, the guy's waiting in the car oh, for the whole yeah. movie. He looks a little bit like uh, famous paedophile actor Jeffrey Jones. Uh, you'll know Jeffrey Jones, the ginger guy's in uh, Beetlejuice. It looks a little bit like him. Uh, I, I can say that because I think he is con- 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 convicted. Uh, there's a great shot. He, he, there's, there's like this, this sword fight. And you see a shot of them reflected in his drop shades. has got like these mirror shades. Yeah. And you see and, – and I thought, oh, this is this is this this has got to be the best canon movie. This has got to be the the, the, the best quality of the canon stable. Got to be. Because it's much better than any of those latter Death Wish movies and any of those Chuck Norris, uh, you know – Oh, yeah. I mean, Vietnam kind of movies. Missing
0: an action. Apparently that was shot in a fruit market. Yeah. The 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 garrison. Um, was it really? Yeah, but it was shot uh, over here in Britain. But because Earl's
1: Court. I did catch that. Yeah,
0: oh, but the fruit. the 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 ceiling heights and our garages are too low, so they couldn't shoot it. So they just yeah. done it done it in a fruit market.
1: It's pretty good. Uh, the swords. Um, so we'll learn a little bit more about the swords that um, the character that. We're following Nash, he's called, but he isn't, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll learn a little bit about his sword. But it's a it's a katana. It's got an ivory handle. Um, I learned that katanas have a single curved blade and a long grip, which allows them to strike with two hands. So you hold it with two hands, yeah. and you, you know, you hoist somebody's head off with that. So try, think of it, try to
0: think of his bloody character's name, the one he's fighting as well.
1: I, I absolutely lost it, I 100% lost what the guy was called couldn't couldn't find him um, at all Fasile I think or something like that is he or is he, is that what he's called? called Facile or Badil? Oh. No, Badil <laughs> David Badil, he fights David Badil, David Badil. not dressed as Jason Lee <laughs> with a pineapple on his head
0: um, or oh, so this- Fasile, as um, a yeah. man Fasile, that's his character yeah. name
1: so he whops his head off and Facial turns into like electric electricity, um, which turns all the cars into Christine. Yes. And all the cars come to life. Um, But before that, Fasil does this fantastic backflip away. It's not the same person. It's not the same actor at all.
0: Certainly not. It's (laughs) very nimble.
1: Yeah, there's there's water falling. Every fight in this is really atmospheric, was the note I made. Um, He does the Terminator electric effect, uh, (laughs) where where they come back, um, and then he absorbs the lightning. Uh, The guy Nash absorbs the lightning, uh, and indeed... The Facile's life force. We then flash back to S- Scotland in fifteen thirty six. Fifteen thirty six uh, was a leap year. John Pope Clement the sixth was born, and Boleyn, the second wife of Henry the Eighth, was executed on May the nineteenth. Uh, and then on the eighth of June, he got married to Jane Seymour. <laughs> It didn't hang around. Oh, sorry, to May the twentieth, he got married. So literally the next day.
0: Didn't what hang about that. he was, Mad Shagger.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what an absolute dick Henry the Eighth was. <laughs> uh, uh, and we are in the Highlands, really. Um, <laughs>
0: Edinburgh and Castle.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, I have got that somewhere on here. Um, so I'm going to cross... There you go. and am Castle, which is in Dorney, Uh And the battle, which is about to come up, was at Glencoe. Yeah. You'll have been to both of those, I would have thought.
0: Yeah, beautiful like scene. Yep, as soon as i seen it, was last Glencoe. I've been. I've actually been to that, that bit before. But yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful there.
1: Let me cross that off so we don't do it again. So he's there with... <laughs> Kate Celia Imri, and I think I'd text you about this time. Yeah. The accents are rotten.
0: <laughs> Some of them are bad. <laughs> uh,
1: he's, he's so Kate, I think he's Kate's his he's bird, in it. Uh and his cousins Dougal and Angus. Uh, Dougal I've never heard of. He's a guy called Billy Hartman. Do I, do you know it do we know him from anything?
0: Yeah, he was he was in um Emidal Farm. Was, was he really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because it's just a lot, lot.
1: <laughs> Shit, Scottish accent. Matt Berry is what I call. <laughs> uh, Celia Imrie's Scottish accent is rotten. I mean, she's a she's a TV actress of some note, isn't she? And uh, my mate, Big James Cosmo. He oh, I love me. James Cosmo. Big what a guy? Big James Cosmo. Love him. Yeah, he's massive as well, John. I'm not joking. He he makes you look tiny.
0: Is he? he is a, a boy.
1: Mad. Oh, he's huge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're gonna go to war against the. They're the clan. Oh, he's Connor MacLeod. Clan MacLeod. McLeod. McLeod. And they're to oh, the Fraser clan. Um, clan Fraser. the Fraser clan.
0: <laughs> boo! <laughs> boo yeah, we're the rumpa goin' dis and it. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh really, Connor McLeod How <laughs> <laughs> <very> dare you! <laughs> Two cappuccinos, please, and then we'll have his head off.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're off <all> now. <laughs> and a I've told you about bringing
1: the dogs of war into the apartment.
0: <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I just thought, are they two just coming down the hill?
1: Now, come on, Clan Fraser. <laughs> you know the Connors ain't been quite right recently. <laughs> uh, any- anyway.
0: Yeah, we meet the, uh, the Kurgan for the first time.
1: We do meet the the Kurgan for the first time. Oh, keep she Celia Imrie says keep him in one piece. I don't know what accent she's got, and he says we know what piece. And You're like, oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> so there's
1: there's a, but we we keep flipping back, and I keep missing. it. So we flip back to 1985. 1985, the there's detectives. Um, they, so there's the the main detective is Moran, and this other guy, this like this this police, this just. This like cop in, in the you know in the usual cop outfit. He's not playing clothes. He's such a dick. Like what I was desperate. for him. He's the one that keeps uh, baiting uh, McLeod a little bit later on when they arrest him.
0: Because there's a baldy one in there. There's oh, there is. Well, one.
1: yeah, he's he's coming up. He's he's not there just yet. All right, okay. He's coming up, but you know who that is. Gerardo, that's, the, it's, that's <laughs> right. The crows, John Polito. He looks, he looks really young in this. Oh, he really does,
0: doesn't he? Attack. At first, I, didn't, I thought, it? was it? actually saw him a couple of this I thought, oh my god, he's looks yeah. totally different. Yeah, yeah. Great,
1: right, second John Polito movie we've done.
0: Animal, so uh, mm. The boy.
1: So he's ahead in uh, the people we've covered in films. Uh, he probably not for long. I would assume no. they're um, they're checking over the kind of all the. They're checking over all the stuff that's going on. Um, the the woman turns up. She's called uh, Brenda. She's a forensics expert. She's played yeah. by Roxanne Hart. And she is, is kind of complaining that they've just let anybody in.
0: Yeah, to, to know, contaminate, you know, contaminate the life. scene, the usual shit. Right,
1: that's right. So we arrest Connor. We arrest, yeah. they arrest Connor. Like the whole police force. Is out just outside to arrest
0: that him. bloody uh, that that garage, aren't they? All waiting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like they, they all are. They, they, are all there to get him. And the guy the guy kind of says the, the 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 cops are the, the cop guy says something. He calls him the f word, and he calls him the f slur. Which there's there's, there's absolutely no place for that. Um, you talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? <laughs> Lots of places. Yeah. <laughs> you like, yeah? None of which are Scotland. Certainly <laughs> not. Until um, <laughs> he totally says Dougal. A, Dougal. Yeah, <laughs> he calls him at the F word, and he says, "Why do you want it in the ass?" Then, uh, mate, we flash back to the battle, and I mean, it's relatively brutal, but there's no blood. There's not a bit of blood in this battle. Years ago. My uncle, people didn't have blood. Is that no, what you're no. getting at? You
0: know, <laughs> years ago my uncle was kicking about with somebody at uni, and apparently the guys in uh, Glasgow Uni were offered parts in of the film. Problem being that when we were travelling there when they get paid, they would get paid in all sorts of so them were drunk, so a lot of the people there were from uni really drunk and the emergency service were called all the time because keep kept getting into serious bother because they were hitting each other wow. too hard and stuff like that. So uh, it was just a load of students because they had long hair.
1: <laughs> That's brilliant.
0: But uh, they, they had That's medical services there, but apparently they, they had to get, get, get called it because they kept wham each other with all sorts. But even though it looks quite tame, apparently some of them got really carried away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is brilliant. But yeah, there's, there's, there's a, a few bits... <laughs> There's a bit where two of them are drowning a guy in a bog, which I thought was really good. There's a bit where a guy falls back into the priest, and mm-hmm. then he stabs it like he cuts his he throat, cuts his throat. And, yeah. then he, and then he does blesses like, them. Yeah, just <laughs> <does laughs> like a Catholic blessing. I thought that was a lot of fun. That was um, good.
0: <laughs>
1: we see that uh, the Kurgan Clancy Brown again. He's another big bugger, isn't he? Oh, he's huge. He's a he's a mercenary. We learn. Um, and he says, You can do whatever you want, but I have got to kill Connor. <laughs> and they're all going, That's kind of <laughs> And
0: they're all running with him.
1: That's kind of And he's like, Come on, you've got to fight me. Some of you have got to fight me. So the Kurgan gets him, stabs him in the chest, and he's about to cut his head off, uh, but they um Do-go-it. attack him. Everybody yeah. has to do it. He gets taken back to the village, and he is not looking very good at all.
0: Yeah. but green. So back to the eighties.
1: Yeah, I mean it. Do it does flip, flip, flip. Uh, Russell Nash, the guy, is called as we know, or, or that's his persona. He is a. Um, he's an antiquities dealer. Yeah. Uh, because they, they've not arrested him, they make the point you've not arrested them. Yeah, um, but but,
0: um, but she does she not find a sword? Does, um
1: she? She does. She finds that she goes down to have a look, and, and there's bits. So she's Brenda. Is the the like the, the criminal in? in Investigator. She's actually a, a metallurgist. I think I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a metallurgist, uh, which somewhere here, John, I've made a few notes about metallurgy. They study chemical behaviour of metallic elements on a microscopic level. According to Zip Recruiter, uh, in the US at the moment, you will get between sixty-five thousand dollars and a hundred thousand dollars a year as a metallurgist. There was a lot of stuff I picked up on metallurgy but we could be here for about an hour um from some of the pages that I read and it was just a little bit beyond my simple Whiskey and cold yeah. grain. <laughs> midst, you, know, you know, as you'd have got everyone
0: drinking, you know that. You'd have got everyone
1: drinking. started. He says, Am I under arrest? He says, Not yet. Well, hang on a second. You've just punched a cop. You should be under arrest. Yeah, so he
0: didn't. Yeah. You're like a <laughs>
1: like, battle. That? Come on, mate. How are you under <laughs> arrest yet? So he, he's dealing with this older woman. This is, this is Rachel. Uh, she's uh, played by Sheila Gish and she's kind of his assistant. And he is a—he's uh, the king of basically all the antiques in New York, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, we sh- we move to the Kurgan. The Kurgan's here. He's heard the report—the of the murder. He knows. All of a sudden, he's a goth gimp guy now, like some sort of biker goth kind of he's a
0: big baker isn't he, he's, uh, he is isn't he uh, he's, he's, big he's long a hair guy. he looks
1: like a, he looks like a spaniel <laughs> <with> that, <laughs> with, with <that laughs> hair. it's like um it's like soul glow in uh, and to America. To America. <laughs> and he, he's booking into a hotel uh, and he says oh that'll be 20 bucks up front and he's got all the money in the world and the guy there's a like a drunken guy he's drinking a beer and he says um He says, you got a cigarette? Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Uh, Turns out Lucky Strike means fine tobacco was there at the time, or certainly before that. I I didn't have any specific timings. Was there advertising for the Lucky Strike company? Uh, 150 years old this year, the Lucky Strike cigarette company. And they are smoked by Don Draper in Mad Men and Paul Sheldon in Misery. (laughs) James Caan in Misery, dirty bird.
0: A little
1: little bit about a lucky strike. I Um, I missed a little bit. Now, when Connor McLeod is is dying, um, the priest, (laughs) the guy that did the the murdering on the battlefield, is saying Spiritus Sancti, which is the last rites in the Catholic Church. Uh, You can only do them when somebody is dying. And it's also called uh, the... um, Final anointing is what it's also referred to right. in the Catholic Church. There Ooh. you go. I've learned just as much about religion as I have about swords in this one. <laughs>
0: <It's> <laughs> no guns, heavy. just swords. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So she heads. She heads back to the kind of the scene of the the murder, and she's kind of taking little bits of metal out of the uh, out of the one of the pillars. The
0: pillars. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because yeah, he struck him, didn't he? When he cut his head off, it went straight, I mean, went right into that pillar, didn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, yeah. In. It's a sharp it, blade, it, that.
1: Absolutely it is. Um, so she she gets, she's getting all those bits and Connor's watching her. So he's obviously returned to the scene of the crime to pick up his sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they found that by which time. Um he follows her he follows her to a bar. Uh she's like, uh, oh the usual, please. And it looks like brandy. It looks like a brandy to me, but mm-hmm. I, I couldn't quite see. It was a it was a good H D was a good Blu-ray uh transfer I was watching, but I couldn't quite make out whether or not it was, it was definitely brandy. brandy, but it looks like it from the, the the glass and such. And he says, Say when <laughs> it just keeps pouring and pouring and <laughs> pouring. I'm like, I don't think I think he's gonna spill that. And she eventually says when and then Behind her, somebody comes in and sits down with a terrible Scottish accent and says, uh, "Glenmorangie, ten years old, with ice all on the rocks."
0: Mm, I know. Worst way to
1: say <coughs> whiskey. What do I know? <laughs> Glenmorangie. Uh, it's made in Tain, Russia. Uh, founded in eighteen forty-three. They make six million liters of whiskey a year, which would probably just about save me.
0: That would get you through.
1: Absolutely. And it's owned by Louis Vuitton Moe Hennessy Company. That's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it?
0: It really is. They'll, they'll sell you like a bag
1: and get you drunk. <laughs> yeah. So that you is. You need to, be
0: drunk to buy the bloody bags? I
1: think, yeah, oh, they're honking, aren't they? <laughs> But yes, that's. I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. It did look like a Hennessy bottle that she was drinking, which suggests there might be a, a bit of advertising there. But I, I don't know that for don't know that for sure. That's. I was trying to figure out. Um, it's, they call it cognac, but I believe that is also brandy as well. He follows her. Oh, they start having a kind of a conversation. They, they fire up a little bit of a conversation.
0: Is a but bit creepy he... isn't one because when even when they're sitting in a bar, he's like that to you, "Can I walk you home, Brenda?" What? Yeah. How do you know the name? That's just too like creepy.
1: He, yeah, like he knows her straight away.
0: Mm. creepy yeah. bastard.
1: And this is really weird because he's he's walking down the road. She try and she tries to follow him, um, and he <laughs> he grabs her. Basically, he grabs her and pulls her into a an alleyway and mm-hmm. is like you know, shh, shouldn't be following me, kind of thing. And yeah. This alley, because it, it, it's a proper, it looks like a busy road. But he pulls her into this alley, and all of a sudden, they're in the last scene of the Terminator.
0: Yeah, it looks like a, it's like a like a boat, like a tiny boat. It's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It,
1: it? It's like a it's like a, a foundry or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. It's like strange. that bit. In, it's like the bit in Robocop where they shoot him. It's there, yeah. Like, where, where is that? It's just on a, you know, <laughs> it's a, street, street. In a really rough area. Obviously. But the Kurgans here, so <laughs> the, the, there's a little bit of a kind of fight going on with the Kurgan. And then the police shows up in a helicopter, and they flee. Uh, and, and the police in the helicopter, hey, come back here, stop. And that's it.
0: <laughs> that's <Aye>. the, <laughs> that? there's,
1: there's no cars, there's no support.
0: Yeah, next, and then, next time Highlander, and then just runs away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> back to 1536... And he really randomly has made a full recovery. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he looks absolutely alive. delighted, but God, there's the devil in him. There's oh the devil God, in die. him. Die. Yeah. They're absolutely adamant. He's some sort of, some sort of monster. So they put him in like one of these stock type things behind his, behind yeah, his head. Um, can start and,
0: him, you? We yeah. Yeah. Stuff.
1: yeah. And it's, I've, I've put, Oh Douglas is having Douglas is having a go and uh Cosmo says, Angus says, he's your cousin man and he's not bothered. I've put I put it probably wouldn't stop you in Pollock, okay? eh? Whether it's your cousin or not. <laughs> Deserve <have> that beating. <laughs> and then they're going, burn him and all I could write was, How do you know she is a witch? <laughs> she she turned me into a newt. <laughs> a newt. I got better. And he's been banished. They decide to banish him instead.
0: Yeah, Get him um, out.
1: he's I, I, and it now turns out he's a blacksmith in Skyrim. <laughs> it looks like he's, <laughs> this, kind of, this this tower, <laughs> which looks like there's probably some sort of some sort of bandits in it. You know, just I know, How did he afford like that? A really good chest. Yeah. It looked bloody massive as well, didn't it? Taking it and he's just gone. That's mine. Uh, but but he's got this little tiny cottage as well. Yeah, and he's doing his smithery, his blacksmithing away, and that's his bird. Oh yeah, so he keeps cut, he keeps calling her um, blossom, but her name's Heather, and I've put oh, that's a bit on the nose,
0: <laughs> Bonnie uh, You that. know,
1: couldn't, couldn't have called her anything else in Scotland, uh, and that,
0: they're at it o- the grass. That's all, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie here, and her brother
1: Glenn Marange. They're at it in the grass, and all of a sudden, a horse jumps over them, which is really random. And who is it?
0: Juan Sanchez uh, Villalobos, who otherwise known (laughs) as Sean Connery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Juan Sanchez Villalobos sing La Bamba? (laughs) funnily enough he's also a metallurgist he's the chief metallurgist to King Charles V in Spain and he explains you are uh, you're immortal so King Charles V of Spain is actually known as the Holy Roman Emperor Uh, he had dominion over Germany, Italy and Spain he was born in Flanders Hidley Hoadley, and six months before he died, you'll love this, six months before he died, he had a funeral, and then he got out of the coffin, walked away. I mean, obviously why wanted a lot of people to come out and tell him how much he loved him. Um, he died of malaria <laughs> in 1558, at the age of 58. No
0: funeral uh, for them, then, he's already had no, one.
1: Well, he'd already had one. So you know we should have another one. selfish bastard. Um but I guess right, he, no gifts for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sean Connery's dress, he's dressed brilliantly, isn't he? He's got this he's got oh, this so feather hat, hat. He, he looks he looks like a seventies New York pimp.
0: <laughs> yeah. He he, uh, he looks like um, Guy Fox in Day mode, didn't he?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes he does he absolutely does he looks like he should be in he, he should be one of the guys that's shot by Paul Kersey in Death Wish
0: <laughs> He's exactly yeah. what he looks like yeah he's so flamboyant isn't he okay. oh,
1: yeah Oh, he looks smashing he's got the tash um, he's got quite blatantly a wig because Sean Connery
0: okay. oh yeah he's he's allowed but, uh, yeah, I think well, he, yeah,
1: he didn't. He didn't do anything without a wig, kind of from the seventies onward. I think the man who would be king was the last thing he did, looking like he was bald. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but Good. yeah, he uh, he arrives on the scene to tell him that he's immortal and tells him about all the things, he, all the rules of being immortal, and how he can't he do anything on holy ground. And yeah, does goes through the 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 rules and regs. Yeah, there's
1: a there's a there's a training training montage. He says, um, <laughs> the they're on a um. They're on a boat.
0: Oh yeah, he's explaining Haggis. And, and he's me. going B A L A N C E
1: balance. balance. <laughs> and he's going. Uh, uh, he says, "Oh, you know." He calls him a Spaniard. He says, "I'm Egyptian."
0: <laughs> yeah, and he, as,
1: he says, "Oh, be careful! I'm I'm going to fall in the boat. Don't rock the boat. I'm going to fall in." And he says, "You can't drown, you fool! You're immortal." <laughs> <laughs> which, which I think was great, and then he's going, "Help! I'm drowning! I'm drowning!" Ah, oh, you can't. And then he he falls to the bottom of the water, uh, and 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 he's kind of walking underwater and doing sword stuff underwater. It's like that bit out of Pirates of the Caribbean where yeah, they're all kind of marching underwater. underwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ramirez is singing, "We pray the heavenly Father." Which I did a bit of looking up. See so again, all this religious stuff I've picked up. We pray the heavenly Father is a hymn written by William Lloyd who was mm-hmm. born in 1786 and died in 1852. Well. I hope somebody got uh, fired for that blunder, because that song least. didn't exist <laughs> for another 200 years <laughs> at least. Well, maybe 300 years at least. So there a you bit go. Bit. But I, I would assume there's probably not a lot of hymns that have survived as long as that.
0: Yeah. Well, no. it's, it's in it. Sean Connery can bloody do what he wants.
1: Well, he can. Yeah, who who are we to, uh, who are we to, to say? Well, it's uh, in a,
0: it could have been Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, or Peter O'Toole. Apparently, they were up for the role. Michael Caine as well was considered. And Lee Van Cleef. Wow. Lee Van Cleef. Uh.
1: Lee? Wow. Oh, uh-huh. old, uh, old Bright Eyes himself. Yeah. Angel yeah. Eyes? Bright eyes? Angel Bright eyes. eyes. Angel Eye. Eyes dead himself. Oh, dead Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we're dead Eyes now. <laughs> the master. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, do fuck off, grasshopper. <laughs> uh, we, so I missed a little bit about Brenda. We learned about Brenda being where she was from. She's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, and we learned this because it turns out that your man, Connor's got a book of hers. He's reading her book and it's called... Metallurgical history of ancient sword making. Well, it's catchy, isn't it? (laughs) It says on the back, she's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton, Pennsylvania uh, has a population of 76,000 people. Uh, It's the home of fictional Dunder Mifflin paper in the US office. The baseball team are called the Scranton Rail Riders which I've decided in my new team. I don't have a baseball team, but the Scranton Rail Riders. Rail Riders sounds good, doesn't it? Like my, it them on does, the rail. Monorail. Monorail! <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, te- do you know who's from uh, Scranton, the most famous person from Scranton as of today?
0: Oh, not got a clue who is it? Who's 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 that famous person?
1: President Biden. And we can say that because he's now the president. Yeah, he's
0: now the president, yeah.
1: He's the president. We You're like not spoiling anything so for but... anyone,
0: are you? Hmm? <laughs> You're not spoiling anything for anybody now, are you?
1: No, no, is no, it's, it's happening. We, we know. Uh, we know it's happened. And actually, he, 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 might, uh, he might have done some awful things. He, he might have uh, decided to uh, uh, to to bomb Swindon or something like that by now. I hope he hasn't, of course. That would be God terrible. damn well, either. <laughs> he is a, uh, I wonder if he's a rail rider's fan. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to do a bit more looking up on him. Uh, but yes, we uh, we we like him. He's uh, he's 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 the best president. There's no better president. He's the best president. I'm Looking forward to hearing Donald Trump admit that. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's just never, never going to happen. Never. So it 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 bounces all over the shop. This this thing. I, I'd miss that little bit, of course. Uh, <laughs> he gets out of the water and he says, "It's the devil's work." And then two fish fall out of his kilt.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> <a laughs> Perfect statement, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says you'll harness the power of the quickening until the gathering and you fight for the prize, but it doesn't say what the prize is. Like it's mm-hmm. really, it just doesn't do, doesn't Never. tell you. you, you kind of learn at the end, but it's kind of like, Oh, that's interesting. So there's, there's, there's fighting. He says, you've got to, um, you, you, you can't have the, the best of you. There's a bit where he, he there's a bit where, uh, Sean Connery kind of swipes at him. He ducks and he misses him and he's kind of laughing uh, mm-hmm. Connor and then <laughs> he realizes that he's chopped a tree down.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> <likely top him. laughs> it's very and funny.
1: funny. And he says, if your head's off, it's game over.
0: And his and his he's, perfect uh, Spanish accent.
1: He does, absolutely. <laughs> Which I'm glad I'm glad he paid to go that they, they, they paid to send him all the way up there. He says, <laughs> You're safe only on holy ground. None of us will violate that law. That's gonna come back. Mm -hmm. um and then they're on a beach gorgeous they're on this beach and then he says um he says see the stag feel the stag feel its heart beating feel its blood coursing through your veins uh and then they run like they go off and run and they're meant to be running very very fast but sean connery is not running very very fast but i would assume he's probably a man of late 50s early 60s at this point (laughs) so that's that's fair um and uh, they didn't speed them up running like Ben Johnson in yeah. Master of Disguise. Yeah, they did, is- yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm glad they didn't do that. He says this sword was made in 593 BC, which I did a little bit of calculations. That means the sword at this point, when the film is, uh, would have been 2,134 years old. So it's a pretty old sword. Then he says, he. I think at this point, he does tell us how old he is, and, and he would have been about 400 when the sword was, uh, was created. He says, oh, the Kurgan is from the steppes of Russia, S-T-E-P-P-E-S. The steppes of Russia, John, is a grassland uh, area, a trade route historically, which predated the Silk Road. Which you'll be aware of between Europe and Asia, and it covers, s- still technically covers, or, or now covers these countries: Hungary, Bulgaria, Romania, Moldova, the Ukraine, Western Russia, Siberia, Kazakhstan, Mongolia, and Manchuria.
0: It is around. massive. It's massive. Huge. It
1: is absolutely huge uh, tract of land. There we go. The, he's. For, we don't know where, where McLeod is at this point. We have no idea where McLeod is at this point. But for some reason, um, Ramirez is having a crack with – he's having a drink and something to eat uh, with Blossom or Heather.
0: Heather. And,
1: yeah, he's telling a story basically about some woman he was wanting to court, and he's a, and I went up through the window, and she wasn't there. Instead, it was her cousin or something. Mm. So I just made what,
0: do. What else <laughs> so, could I do? Uh, I think Connor was out brilliant. hunting at the time. Huh? Connor was out hunting at the time, apparently, in the book. Apparently, in the book, he was out hunting. Gotcha. Because okay. they don't really go in it. It's just them two just sitting there. Mm,
1: getting drunk, yeah. Then, through the door... <laughs> Like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining, here's <laughs> Uh With his long hair here, he looks like Dio. <laughs> <laughs> or, as I said earlier on, a Spaniel. He's fighting Ramirez. And there's dubs flying everywhere in this thing. It's yeah. like a bloody John Woo film.
0: Yeah, because he, ru- he runs in and chops the table in half, doesn't he? Like, literally <laughs> full blammo. But you can tell that the door's bloody uh, post-Irene.
1: Oh, it's he he knocks no end of polystyrene bricks all over the place, and nothing looks heavy. Nothing's got any kind of.
0: Yeah, and the the notes apparently, when the Coogan first ran in, he ran and chopped the candlesticks in half, um, and nearly killed Sean Connery. Did he? Yeah, I left set because of it because it was, it was apparently it was really really close and uh, he had to apologise later on. But he did say, "Look, I was actually nervous. Who, who would? be? it's probably your first scene with Sean Connery, but I uh, ran in and done the wrong thing and nearly killed Sean Connery."
1: <laughs> wow, that that could have been a yeah very very different situation.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd, he'd have met, he would have went to Clancy Brown Town in that one, the yeah
1: <laughs> 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 So Ramirez strikes him and and doesn't quite cut his head off, does he? He's like nearly yeah. headless Nick, the Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Just uh just gives ridden. him a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a trim. <laughs> uh, Ramirez loses his head, but not his wig. The wig stays on. The Kurgan loses the steps he's on, like when, when the lightning hits them yeah. for him getting the quickening. And then he, he falls to the ground and he says to... Uh, Heather. Ramirez had said, she's, she's my, who's, who's the girl? And he said, oh, it's my, it's, it, it's, it's my wife or it's my girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um And then she gets caught by the Kurgan. Kurgan. So we fast forward to 1985. Uh Brenda's in Connor's shop, kind of having a look around. Is he available? No, he isn't. Like th- that, that didn't need to go forward to that bit. It could have yeah. just gone forward to the bit. But I, I believe what I was watching—I think you said—was the original cut. Mm-hmm. So we go to what I made a note was—is it World War Two? Question mark, and it quite blatantly is.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> World War Two, and it just shows you the backstory of him and his yeah. assistant, his
1: assistant Rachel. Yeah, I have put—he's dressed like Adam Brody in The Pianist. Um,
0: <laughs> he really was yeah.
1: She says, it was a, By the way, The Pianist is a great movie. Oh, I really absolutely sobbed had... my heart out of that. Fantastic! Yeah,
0: really touching. Um,
1: yeah, he saves her. All my family are dead. Oh well, why don't you come with me? And then he gets shot in the back. And she says, "Why didn't you die?" What does he retort? It's a kind of magic. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh Jesus." Um, <laughs> Um, and then he turns around to the the Nazi guy that's there, uh, and he, he says something in German again. It wasn't in my subtitles. He just goes, "Whatever you say, Jack, you're the master. Yeah, race. master race, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was quite cool, quite funny, wasn't
1: it? And then he has him <laughs> he,
0: good. Yeah, take that, young. So apparently, those those scenes were shot for free because uh, the crew had such a good time filming the film. They actually did that for nothing. So oh, All right, no, right. There was actually no backstory to or that. That in, in depth to that point, so they they just made it up, but uh, they That's actually funny. did it for free.
1: Wow! Wow! Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so back to 1985. Rachel works for him. Rachel's the person saying you can't get to speak to him. Um But Brenda invites him, or she invites him over for dinner, or he invites himself over. I I can't quite remember. I mean, yeah. he doesn't fancy himself, eh? Yeah. He's actually a bit of a prick. I think he's actually a bit of a He <laughs> comes
0: a a bit a prick. He's he? really
1: fucking creepy. <laughs> she sets a tape recording and puts it in a box. And Rachel, Rachel, my Rachel, not the Rachel in the movie, my Rachel said, how's that going to record anything? It's one of these little tiny kind of tape Walkman's, recorders that we all a had. Di- is
0: the old Dictaphone with a wee tiny, tiny tape in it.
1: Yeah, that's right. How's that going to record anything?
0: And she has a forty five. Is that a 45? Say again? Is that a forty-five? the gun she's got?
1: Oh, John! Do you know what? I didn't pay any attention to the gun. I was so busy paying attention. to The thing—it's a forty-five, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, mate! I didn't even realise there was a gun in the movie. I must have been taking notes.
0: I can't even look at you now.
1: I have. I know. I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed. I can't even. I can't look you in the eye. Absolutely. <laughs> the only
0: strange. gun in the whole film that we've seen, apart from the Uzi, but other than that,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the uh, yeah, the the, the... Oh, dear list as I am so sorry. Uh, I'm going to go back there and shoot myself. Uh (laughs) Um, So she says she works at the Metropolitan Museum. He says, oh, what do you do? I work at the Metropolitan Museum. And we know that's not true because we've seen the back of her her book. Yeah. (laughs) She isn't. So the Metropolitan Museum, the Met, it's sometimes referred to, is the Metropolitan Museum of Art, established in 1870, 151 years ago now, that'll be, won't it? Um, And... Is number 1000 Upper East Avenue in Manhattan. It's the largest art museum in the USA and it features in the films Ocean's Eight, which I didn't hate. I quite enjoyed it. I love Sandy. Yeah, so I've not seen awesome. it. I'll
0: need
1: to uh, I, I am Legend. It's also in I am Legend.
0: Ah, right, okay. um,
1: I again remembered not hating, but I probably should have done because I like the subject matter. Of I Am Legend. <laughs> if, you, if you've read the book of I Am Legend. It's very, 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 very good. Uh, not as good. Uh, I Am Legend wasn't as good as the movie version. Omega Man. Oh, he's uh, Chuck he's <laughs> driving a bit in that
0: car. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's all he does. Uh, and all the bad monsters, all the vampire monsters, uh, are black characters. I mean, I you know,
0: all, all, the, all the PVA glue on after faces. <laughs>
1: Right, yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm joking, of course. It's a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. <laughs> it's a garbage. Then gifts her, I oh, he gifts her the book to say she's onto to her, um, but he also gifts her um, a bottle of brandy from 1783. And he says, it's from 1783, it's seen Mozart's Great Mass, the Montgothier Brothers Balloon. Mozart's Great Mass was first performed at St. Peter's Abbey, Salzburg, the 28th of October, uh, 1783, and it it is made up of six movements. I've listened to the first three movements today, didn't really get a lot out of it, but, you know, that's that's classical music and me, don't really feel a lot. Metropolitan no, Metropolitan Museum of Art, we've done, I just haven't crossed out, the Montgolfier Brothers balloon. You've seen pictures of this, by the way. It's the very, very ornate gold and blue and lovely balloon that you see drawn. Uh, they flew, their first flight, they flew two kilometres uh, in ten minutes. And Jesus. One of the <laughs> Montgothier Brothers, there's a lot of stuff about the balloon, but I picked up that one of the obviously I've only got a limit of how many I can pick out of this, Uh, also invented the first uh, self-acting hydraulic ram, it was called, self-acting hydraulic ram, which is basically a water pump, which allowed them to pump water up into the mill um, within which they owned.
0: For a second, I thought you were going to say the self-cleaning (laughs) ashtray.
1: (laughs) LAUGHTER Yeah, that's right. Absolutely (laughs) right. Like the one in Gremlins. Gremlins. (laughs) 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 Of
0: cleaning ashtray. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: bathroom (laughs) mate. Bathroom buddy.
0: Bathroom buddy, yeah. Bathroom
1: buddy. Uh, He also said what happened that year was England recognised an independent US for the first time. The American Revolutionary War, John, ran from 1775 to 1783. And at that point, the U.S. was the first modern constitutional liberal democracy. Good for you, America. Tracing
0: tracing that drunk.
1: I know, exactly. (laughs) All the things that happened in 1783. The first Waterford crystal was produced in the Irish Republic. Waterford Crystal, very expensive, I believe. Simon Bolivar was born. He liberated Venezuela, Bolivia, Peru, Colombia, and Ecuador. From the Spanish. And the two-headed boy of Bengal died. I can see your eyes. You're desperate to know about the 2 headed boy. I they? need to well,
0: know more. What the hell?
1: <laughs> well, he was, uh, <laughs> he, he was suffering from what's known as parasitic twin head. So he had like a, a a second head on top of his head. Google it, folks. There's some cracking drawings. I don't think it's something that happens a lot. At least I certainly don't hope it happens a lot anymore. But uh, I was very interested in... The two-headed boy of Bengal. I'm doing just, it now. <laughs> are You're you looking it up. If you, yeah, Wiki, the Wikipedia page has a few drawings. It's quite interesting. So we learned a lot about history there. That's uh, that's for sure.
0: 1783.
1: Have you found I need, him?
0: I need I need Im- images. Give me images. Oh my god! Right, okay.
1: <gasps>
0: oh, <laughs> that's just opening.
1: It is, isn't it? It looks like a kind of a. It it looks like the head of the Jedi guy on the Jedi Council, uh, who phones it in. You know, who's 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 the hologram? The big hologram. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) He's (laughs) off. He's on the COVID planet, so he can't come in. (laughs) (laughs) So she's after the sword. Oh, she's after his sword. Um, Oh yeah. And she says it doesn't exist. (laughs) She says it's it's like finding out that um, somebody had created a 747 and flown uh, 70 years before or 100 years before the Wright brothers took flight. So mm-hmm. that was quite good. I know a lot about the Wright brothers, so I didn't uh, I didn't look into that too much because I already know a lot of that. Um, John Polito's outside and he's on to her. John, John polito's he's just not in the film, is he, John? And that's he's, what not, he's not enough.
0: He's not enough. I wish
1: a miss is such a, fun character actor.
0: Mm-hmm. It really him.
1: is. <laughs> him a <lot>. um, so <laughs> we then go back to, I've just called it the 1500s because we don't re- really know when it is. I think it, it, it's, I read a few bits and pieces. It's 1541. It's 15, it's 15 I think 1590 is where we are now. Uh, Heather's got the worst aging makeup in the world. Oh. That's... But I was watching it in HD. <laughs> so,
0: that really is bad, doesn't it? Maybe really it
1: looks is- it
0: really has a PVA glue method. It? PVA glue, throw some dust on it, and then just crumple it together. That's right.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, she looks wrong, but she's old, uh, and he isn't. And Ramirez had said, didn't he? He said, "Look, don't stick with her. It'll break your heart. Don't do it." Um, I had three wives, and when I lost, I think it, it, it's it, she was a Japanese princess, and it was a father made his sword. You know, it brought it. it it destroyed me, but yeah, she's she's really, really old. She dies and he burns the cottage down, stabs his sword into the ground, and yeah. he buries. Her. Um, and then we're back to 1985. He meets with a guy called Costiger again. This guy's not in this movie, I know. Costiger, it, where do you where, where does it
0: seem like, like such a good character as well? Yeah. But it was when, when they show you the meeting. So the first meeting with the duel, uh, the having the duel. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, it goes back to. He says, Oh, yeah, do you, do you, he says, Oh, would you like a drink? And he says, Oh, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to drink it, always ends up with whatever. Um, and I think it's something like I've written 1783, but I think I've written that from before. I think I've written that from before. But he's having a duel with a guy called Bassett. Um, right. And the reason he's having a duel is because he called his wife a bloated warthog. <laughs> Yes. He stabs him a number of times, uh, and then he says, look, I apologize for calling your wife a bloated warthog, and then just walks off. (laughs) Yeah. Bassett, obviously a prick, he kills his... Do you know uh, who
0: that was, Bassett?
1: No, I couldn't tell.
0: It's Tricky Dicky for EastEnders. Who's that? Tricky Dicky was somebody that came onto the market and he was a bit of a dodgy geezer and stuff like that. So, uh, that oh, that's all
1: right. As soon as okay. he
0: was in East End, I was like, oh My god, that's him for Highlander. So, uh, was a no, I was No, I didn't
1: realize that, I didn't realize that at all. Um, but your, your man, I keep forgetting his name because he's not in it, Costiga
0: Costiga, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, they meet on
0: that bridge in Central on Park, a bridge, right?
1: which is in Central Park. Yeah. That's that's Hugh Kwashi bar by, by the way, he's a proper proper british like he's a proper i say english act, actor uh, like an african english actor but he's in loads and loads of tv stuff he's actually captain panaka in episode one the phantom menace um but he was in oh god, loads, so loads is. of tv stuff you, yeah you know yeah, exactly as
0: soon as you see that well, oh god so he is uh, <laughs> this reminds me a lot of Sydney Poitier for some reason.
1: He's just He's, that yeah, he, he had a, he had a bit of that look about him. I loved his I loved his outfit. By the way, he was yeah. wearing what, what appeared to be some sort of kind of Af- African kind of garb. It was really smart, so I was into that. He, he they meet on the bridge, as you say, and I've made a note about the bridge. So the bridge is called the Bow Bridge. Uh, it's it's what's known as a classical Greek bridge. It's made of cast iron. It's 87 foot long and was constructed in 1862. You've seen it in Spider-Man 3, Manhattan and Night at the Museum. Yeah. You might not have seen it in all those films, but I've no, seen it. No, I remember
0: if it's Spider-Man 3. It's great, famous bridge. Nice, nice bridge as well.
1: Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? It's lovely. Yeah, I think it's like the, 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 the longest one uh, there. So we go back to 1985 after the duel. Uh, <laughs> there's just some marine guy in his car like this comes out of nowhere and and yeah. I stopped it and took it back two or three times because I I, I thought well this guy hasn't been introduced mm-hmm. but but we we learn who he is later on uh, he's in this car with loads of guns and you're right he's got an uzi I did make that note I did have yeah. that. Um, I've put he's got, he's got a oh, mari he's got I've put uzis him down anyway as he's driving around in this in this car he's he spots the Kurgan and Costegar having a battle, and he goes, Okay, Marine, this is for real. <laughs> <laughs> and Kurgan chops Costiger's head off. The Marine oozes him down, I've put. Uh, yeah. The Marine, by the way, is an Abaddonian actor.
0: Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff, isn't he? He's
1: the dad in Labyrinth, John.
0: Oh my god,
1: <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. You're uh, like, oh, hell, it is all
0: yeah. oh, the things as well. bloody is as well. This random vigilante is actually, yep. Sarah's dad.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely right. Um, so he uses him down. Um, oh, he can't find the body because obviously it's been quickened. Um, the Kurgan is behind him, runs him through, gains Costigar's. Power all the windows and the sewers blow up. fire comes out the sewers, looks pretty good. That it's area great... was
0: going to get demolished, so that was shot right. because it was going to get demolished, so they could blow the windows out anyway.
1: Oh, smashing. Okay, well, I've added that. He he takes an old couple's car <laughs> that are watching. It's oh, been watched by loads of people, prostitutes and all sorts. Uh, and he says, "Come on, mom!" <laughs> <laughs> and she's on the front of the car screaming. She's going, oh. "Help me, daddy! Help me!" And I'm like, "Whoa, that means slightly different now."
0: Yeah, that's definitely now. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, proper mom and pop kind of job. <laughs> it's hmm. I, I I did like that a lot. I did think that was uh, was pretty good. Um, yeah, so funny. So the cops the cops find the marine. He's in hospital. Uh, he tells them. He says, "Look, you're not going to believe what I saw," and and it's all kind of um, you. You don't hear him say, but he's quite blatantly saying, <clears throat> "Look." Here's what he did. He chopped the guy's head off. The body vanished. And then electrics and things turned up. Uh, John Polito was the walking away. He says, it's like One Step Beyond out here. And I just went, One Step Beyond.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not that One Step Beyond. A little bit of Googling. I learnt that One Step Beyond was a TV show about the paranormal. 96 episodes uh, across three seasons. In the 60s. I missed Uh, a little bit about uh, Sarah's dad, the Marine. His car was a 1977 Firebird, which was made by Pontiac from 67 to 02. But partway through, again, I hope someone got fired for that blunder. The car changes and becomes a 1979 Firebird. Well picked like, up on that. Well done, you. Yeah, well, yeah. I just Again, it's just one of those things where I was like, because I couldn't tell what the car was. So did a bit of a search to, to, to find out what the car was. And someone had had, had put on a, a forum, actually, this is actually, this is what happened. Ah, okay. So that is indeed what happened. What comes next?
0: Yeah, so once he's in there, he's it's, it's, it's been seen in the hospital, hasn't he, and they're taking his... Description of, of did they take a description of the Kurgan? <laughs> they
1: do. They say what if we what if we were to get an artist in and the guy says, Yeah, okay, get an artist in. The cops come out and they're eating at a hot dog stand. <laughs> this is really funny. Tony, the owner, is reading the, the paper uh and he says oh he says have you seen all this because they, they say to the to, to the guy don't tell anybody what you've seen because no one's going to believe this uh but it turns out that someone's already reported it to the papers uh and tony says hey what does incompetent mean
0: oh that is brilliant isn't it?
1: <laughs> and he says something like see if this mayor has me up at two o'clock in the morning again and then he says hey what does baffled mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so good isn't it
1: fucking useless Tony's a great little character it Tony, really is. Tony. Tony's fleshed out more than uh, than any female character in the whole fucking film yeah. which makes me very very angry um, yes. Brenda's looking for Connor's birth certificate so she goes to the records house wherever that may be and she finds the records and it says he's from Syracuse Syracuse is a city in New York State. It's named after Syracuse in Sicily. Uh, It became a city in 1847 and has a population of 140,000 people, or certainly did at the last census, which would Mm -hmm. have been 11 years ago. I think. Would you? uh, Everyone in the US and the UK do a census shortly? Yeah. So she goes to she goes to this guy. She goes to this this guy. Yeah. And she says, um, oh, do, what What do you know about this? And he says, oh, I remember this one because he was a bastard. And there weren't many unwed mothers at the time. Uh, then the mother died. And she said, oh, well, what, what happened to him? Well, I know that he, he died shortly after the mother. So it turns out she goes to some computer guy uh, and, and she says, oh, isn't there any heat on in here? And he says, no, it's bad for the circuits. <laughs> like, uh, Job works in IT. he'll understand. <laughs>
0: Don't give a shit about circuits.
1: <laughs> um, so they find out that actually he's taken on the names of a lot of p- kids that have died. Mm-hmm. They check his signature. They say it matches a number. That letters match a number of letters uh, over the last three hundred years.
0: Yeah. So no, it's at least three hundred year old.
1: Yeah. We then move to a newsstand. There's a guy selling the paper, and the the paper's got an artist sketch of the Kurgan, which on front of the New York post it looks like oj simpson
0: the shading as well the shading probably didn't do any justice but yeah it looks bad <laughs> thought,
1: if the gimp suit doesn't fit you must <laughs> uh, the new york post i learned oh it, it it's outside of the sheraton center you see a, a sign behind this, the sheraton center sheraton center is at times square it's a hotel, and if you want to stay there, John, I had a quick look this afternoon, and it's eighty-six quid a night. If you want to go, when we're not, uh, when we're not locked down, when we're not locked down, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see if we can uh, see if we can swing that with all the millions that come into this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the New York Post is what the uh, picture is on, and it's owned by News Corp, i.e., that prick Murdoch. Uh, yep. found in 1801 by Alexander Hamilton, you know him. He's the bloke that musicals written about.
0: He's on Disney Plus right now.
1: Yeah, he is. On, yeah, he is on Disney Plus. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I do like a musical. I haven't seen it yet. It's one of those. I'm, I will certainly.
0: Yeah, everybody praises it, so I'm going to do the same. To be honest,
1: the guy selling the newspapers. I've got loads of this guy selling the newspapers is wearing a Newsweek apron. It's a weekly news magazine, as you would guess from the title. So that isn't something I learned. Uh, 100 million users in print and digital and launched in 1933. So we've got a couple from that, you'll be pleased Mm -hmm. to know. (laughs) Let me get rid of that. Yeah, we now go to the church, as you've said. Uh, He lights a candle. I didn't know what lighting the candle was about. I have seen people do it in churches. I quite like going in churches. Um, everywhere we've been, every country we go to, I'll always go into a church to see what they are. My, my favourite churches are all in Greece, by the way, because they're right. tiny and there's so much gold in them. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. You're like fucking Fort Knox in these places. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell me that Greece isn't doing too well right now because all their money is in those churches. Those
0: the churches, yeah. Everybody- you light
1: a candle... It represents saying a prayer for somebody. Uh, they're known as votive candles in Catholicism.
0: Right. So he does one for Ramirez and Heather.
1: And Heather, yeah. And he says, he says a couple of things. He says, oh, oh Heather, what for Heather? And he says, oh, and for Ramirez, I hope you're looking after her up there. And he calls him, I've got it here somewhere, you overdressed haggis. He calls him that earlier on, doesn't he? When when, yeah. when, they're, when they're together, and I yeah. completely completely missed that bit because that's really good.
0: Yeah, because that's what a Haggis is.
1: He does, and he says, he says, "Oh, you look like a woman, you stupid Haggis." And he says, "What's a Haggis?" He says, "It's a uh, it's a sheep stomach uh, filled with uh,
0: meat and barley." Meat
1: and barley, and he says, "And what are you supposed to do with it?" And he says, "You eat it." And he says, oh, how barbaric, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, how revolting. <laughs> he keeps calling him a Spanish peacock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the relationship between the two is is really good. You know, it is. It's really good.
0: Well, a really big uh, good friendship, actually. Um, oh, right. Oh, and nice. that's the reason why Sean Cornyn's in the second one, because Christopher Lambert requested that he did it, even though it was oh, shit.
1: right. Okay. The, the Kurgan comes into the church and I'm and like, disguise. Oh, no, no,
0: no. and disguise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's shaved his his hair off, and I've just put that fucking bald cap. It's oh, so bad. It's
0: bad. It's really bad. You think he's got one bit of hair stuck on it? But that's yeah,
1: like at the, yeah, at the
0: back. Awesome.
1: Um, and he says, he says, ladies, happy Halloween to the nuns, and he goes, nuns, no sense of humour. <laughs> He explains that he raped Heather. Then he sees Connor's response and sees it was Connor's. Um, he's got safety pins and his neck wound, which I thought was really cool. Yeah,
0: that was very good, done not it? Some good touches, done yeah. it?
1: He says, you can't fight in here. You know the rules. Uh, Connor says, I'll be out front. And he says, okay, goodbye. And the priest comes across and he goes, this is a house of God. You've got to be quiet. And he, he, he says, I've got one thing to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away.
0: Yeah.
1: that, because I'd heard that a lot and I didn't know what that was, it's from a Neil Young song, Hey, Hey, My, My, brackets into the black, close brackets. Uh, and it's referenced in Kurt Cobain's suicide note. Well, which which obviously is, is sometime after this, which mm. uh, one of those things I think I've read, I think I've seen a picture of the suicide note a couple of times, but I certainly didn't realise that's what that was. <laughs> I, he, I actually
0: thought it was a uh, 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 video VHS uh, video
1: re, re record not fade away re record not fade, re record fade away, not fade away. That's, that's the skeleton boy
0: yeah do you remember that
1: I do remember that yeah how could how could I forget re record not fade not
0: away, away. re record not fade away no, oh, no how, how
1: how could I how could I forget that uh, it much better than the 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 Maxwell one where the guy sits in the chair and the butler puts it in the puts the tape in the thing, turns it on, and it blasts in a little bit. Oh, yeah. I remember
0: that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, The the skeleton was much better.
1: Yeah, the skeleton was a lot cooler. Of course he
0: was.
1: (laughs) So we're now in Central Park. Brenda confronts Connor. Oh, no, she comes to him and confronts him, uh, and he shows her his pad. He's got claymores and explains uh, he's immortal and gives her a dagger. He tells her he was born in 1518. Yeah, uh, uh, on the banks of uh, the banks of Loch Shiel, which I made a note to make some notes about Loch Shiel, and I didn't, John. Oh, yeah. I hope that doesn't cost us dear. Yeah.
0: Did you see? Did you notice any of the stuff that was in his uh, his vote, though?
1: No, I, I didn't. It's it, it it flies by quite quickly.
0: So the only thing I spotted was Ramirez's jacket and hat. Oh, well. Hat.
1: No, I didn't see that. Well done, that man. um Lock Shields twenty kilometres west of Fort William. You gotta give me that one. Go. That was a bit of fast Googling, wasn't it? I didn't, quite have <laughs> didn't quite have seventy, so there you go. I've thrown that one in. Thank you very much, my old Run. mate Google. <laughs> How exciting. Um, so she confronts him. He basically pushes the dagger into his stomach, doesn't he? Into his chest or something that she's holding, and then says, I'm immortal. I was, yeah, I was born in 1518 uh, on the banks of Loch Are we to believe that in that first scene he was 18 years old?
0: So this is the problem I've got with that because later on, see when uh, Dougal and that are beating him up, his lad is has is, is been your kinsman for 20 years.
1: How yeah, can be ah. 20 years
0: he was 18? So yeah, I think I might be a bit, yeah, a baby as well.
1: But he's meant to have been 18. You're like, mean? I mean, he easily must have been 30. Exactly, yeah. The
0: there's no way that... There's no way.
1: <laughs> so, they get it on. They kiss, did and you, I've written... How
0: after stabbing somebody?
1: Yep. That shit should be on Channel 5. There's a lot of years between them. That would make a TV programme. Um, there's a classy shagging scene where you kind of just see them in the dark. The cinematography in this movie is great, by the way. Oh, yeah.
0: they've done really well in it.
1: Next up, they're looking at some lions. at uh, Central Park Zoo, John. Is where the lions are. I know that because of Madagascar, but it's 600, six hundred. Sorry, six point five hectares, six hundred hectares, six point five hectares. It's got three zones: the temperate zone, the tropical zone, and the medieval zone where Richard, Bri- Richard O'Brien's mammy lives. Oh no, I don't think that's the third one, but I couldn't find out what the third one was called. Um, but yes, it's uh, it's got zones like the Crystal Maze. So certainly two things that I picked up from. That, and that, again, is kind of like, here's our relationship. And then she's like, goodbye. <laughs> good lo- good looking life.
0: See ya, whatever be ya. Like she,
1: doesn't want, like, she, she does want something to do with it, but she doesn't. Uh, Most people are afraid to die, but you're afraid to live, she says.
0: <sighs> and it always, always the way something. when you're immortal. I know, yeah. Poor always God. the way. Uh,
1: the Kurgan's waiting for her at her apartment on the stairs, like he's eating a mini milk or something. Yeah. And he goes through the door again, once again. He's mm-hmm. uh, Kirgi. He needs to find a new way to get in, and again that door, because she's kind of behind the door going, Whew. Oh, "Yes." That's but like, come on, it's not. Uh,
0: I know. It's not, not an outside I door. That. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he abducts her, and then they're driving on the wrong side of the road. He's like, "Have you never played chicken?" Uh, he's causing crashes. He's running people down. The
0: uh, first, tried- first person, the first person ran over was the director. So that first person. Oh, was, was it? The yeah.
1: All right, oh, very good. He, <laughs> he, he, I thought for me, I thought this was the worst bit of the film. It was just, it was really, um, I put yeah. it's really obnoxious and loud. There was too much screaming. There was too much laughing. It just, it, Freddie
0: yeah, Becker singing New York, New York in the background. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can start singing "New York, New York," and then Freddie Mercury's singing it. Um, <laughs> Which he
0: hated, by the way. Apparently,
1: Freddie Mercury hated singing "New York." New hated York.
0: that. that uh, I didn't know, like. The way it said oh, it. So really? there's literally a, a really small snippet of it. So,
1: so that explains, as I did some looking up, why um it's not released on any form. That "New York, yeah. New York" song. It's not on anything. It's the theme from the 1977 film, New York, New York, and Liza Minnelli is the first person to sing that, and every fuck has sung it since. Mm, uh, yeah, no, they really have. Everybody has sung it since. So that's what I learned there. They drive between these, these, these Seven Brothers wagons, and I, I tried looking up Seven Brothers as a company, and, and I'm pretty sure, because they were huge wagons. There's like three yeah. of them. Uh, it must be a company that, that, that it no longer exists. Um, but I did find out that there's a Seven Brothers Deli uh, on Ninth Ninth Avenue in in New York. Right. So that's where we'll go once we we'll uh, have breakfast. Yeah, that's where definitely. We'll go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me cross a few things out here. Looking good. We're almost there. In fact, I think we're on the final proper scene, aren't we? Final scene.
0: Yeah, right? the biggie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so we get to a building. It's the, so he's, he's looking at a, he's looking at a building. Uh, your man, Connor he's looking at a building and he sees, I've missed my notes, John. Um, <laughs> oh, so <laughs> Is this Kirk, Kirk, the, the Kurgan I've put Kurgi baby for some reason Leaves really? him a voicemail The answer machine's the size of like three PS4s <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> He tells Rachel, his sister Rachel There's a power of attorney And she says, you're not you're not coming back, are you? I'm terribly English, you're not coming back, are you? Yeah, um, uh, and he terribly. says Yeah, and he says uh, It's a kind of magic And there's tears And I actually thought, oh, that's actually quite sad and then oh. it's kind of how he plays. He's standing kind of on the roof of a building with this huge neon sign that says Silver Cup. Yep. Silver Cup is a studio uh, in Queens. It's founded in 1983. And the things that have been filmed there Crush Groove, which could still be bigger than E.T., if you've seen Dogma, Gangs of New York, and a link to last week's episode Big Daddy. Jeez, oh. uh, The Adam Sandler movie with that little rat kid that's in the it's uh, <laughs> in the movie we watched. It's blue. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. So she's tied to it. Isn't she she's tied to this, like basically this huge kind of scabbing thing. Yeah. yeah, And he he runs over to kind of help her. The Kurgan shows up. And they start fighting. And the Kurgan's smashing up the sign. And he yeah. doesn't care. He's twatting it with a sword. <laughs> uh, Connor ziplines down it for some reason. But there's the sparks flying. They knock over a water butt. All the letters from the sign are falling. She's screaming, give it a rest. And it looks like they're fighting. And all the water's there. So the kind of... The, the water's quite deep. I, I put. It looks like the fighting in the trash compactor on the Death Star. Yeah, but it is a really well choreographed fight. It looks really good. They fall through a skylight um, and and into this basically this empty studio, this empty kind of sound. Yeah, studio. it's massive, isn't it? it? Would have been really fucking cheap to film because <laughs> there's no set.
0: Yeah, there's no Set near nothing. It's just all dark. Yeah, yeah. cheapskate. And
1: and because it's so dark, you see silhouettes. You see, yeah, it it, it it's it's brilliant. And it and it goes on and on. Uh, Kurgan raises his sword. He knocks knocks Connor over. Raises his sword to kill him. Uh, Brenda twats him on the back of the head with a pole. Uh, She's finally stopped screaming, by the way. And the Kurgan tries to slay her. Connor intercepts and turns to her and says, "What kept you?" In like a really French accent.
0: (laughs) Madame, what kept you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> with my croque monsieur. Uh, Connor slices his guts a few times. The Kurgan—it's kind of like Zorro, <laughs> except he's yeah. his shirt is getting him in the bits. The Kurgan comes at him like he must—he must be really injured because he comes at him uncharacteristically. And it's uh, off with his head, uh-huh. and he screams, "There can be only one!" I think you kind of have to scream, "There can be only one," or you don't get the quickening because they all do it right. all the time, it's Like, they all right, do, mate, we get it. Yeah, we get it. It's the tagline of the movie. Okay. Um, the oh quickly looks great. It's like electrical monsters. It looks like the dogs and Zool in Ghostbusters. It's, really, wires, it's really, you, really good.
0: You, you, you can see the wires, though. a mile let me?
1: Oh, I didn't see the wires, no.
0: Oh, my God, really? just <laughs> <seen> the wires. <laughs> we'll
1: go back and watch it. Oh God, God. Um, and they're all spinning around him. And... We go to a final. We go to a final. Final scene, and they're in Scotland. They're driving down down like a like a road in Scotland.
0: Yeah, um, was it for certain sky
1: somewhere? Yeah, it's it. It wasn't particularly. It wasn't particularly, uh, wasn't particularly clear mm. as to where it could be, but but that the the, the final bit is a uh, is kind of done as a voiceover. And you see Ramirez, and it's it's Ramirez's voice. Oh, he says actually, if I concentrate, I know what all the people are thinking all over the world. Yeah, so and that's what am i thinking. And he says, "You're thinking, can can I love him or something, something like that?" It's kind of like, okay, so stop being about love. <laughs> and Ramirez's last, like the last line is Ramirez. He says, "Patience, Highlander. You have done well, but it'll take time." Your generations being born and dying. You're one with all living things. Each man's thoughts and dreams are yours to know. You have power beyond imagination. Use it well, my friend. And I'm not joking, mate. A bit of a prickle behind the eyes on that one. Oh Yeah, I, I think I think because the first thing I've watched with Sean Connery in since he's been gone, and it's not long since he's gone. He's not been gone very long. It's only been what, a month or two. Yeah. Uh, although he's not been in the public eye for a long, long time.
0: Yeah, but still still great raw, big man. Still great raw.
1: Oh, absolutely, fella. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the movie. They kiss, and that's the movie. ba bing done. That's it. A bit of... um
0: bit of Queen, bit of Queen plays out.
1: Titles. Yeah. I, I, I loved it, John. I absolutely loved it, and I thought I was going to hate it. I honestly wow. thought I was going to hate it. I've only ever seen it once before. And I remember thinking, I don't want to watch it because it's stupid. But I at it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It, it is stupid, and that's oh, part yeah. of its. That's part of its. I um, think
0: that's part of its charm. Yeah, the cult following behind it was unbelievable. I think once it came out, people were. It was of my year. I loved. It, I hate it. But I think as time goes on, people are just loving the eighty style, the the sort of the Ghostbusters style, the electrics and stuff like that. So I think it just it just. Conjoined everything together and a lot of, especially the wire work with that first scene. I mean, that was unbelievable. I mean, you would have seen anything like that before. The songs as well. I know you don't, you're not a Queen fan, but for somebody just to Queen to go, Do you know what? we'll just write all the songs for this. It was quite a big thing. The amount of people that were linked to it as well. Apparently, um, Hulk Hogan was to play Corner, but he wanted to concentrate on his wrestling career. Who knew? I to
1: concentrate on being in Rocky 3.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um the, apparently, we are literally just about to sign Cut Russell, but um, apparently, Goldie On uh, talked to him about it to do uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I,
1: uh, I'm not unhappy about that. No, I'm
0: about not that. unhappy
1: about that. He does, he does great stuff with Carpenter. does great stuff with Carpenter.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, because he'd just done the thing and stuff like that. So he was just hot off the heels of a lot of good movies. Have so. you seen
1: him in Carpenter's Elvis film?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I was. It's astonishingly
1: good. Yeah, I only saw sure. that recent, maybe about 10 years ago. God, it's a film I could probably watch over and over again. Um, yeah, I was,
0: I was really it. surprised with that. But uh, he's, he's got some range. Cut Russell, he really does.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anything else to add? You've added a lot. Of- i
0: to think. There's a lot of people who are linked to playing Conor McLeod. But the, the biggest one for me is, you know, I've got a big thing for Beastmaster, I don't know why. But uh, Mark Singer was, was linked. All right, um, yeah, play Connor McLeod as well. So that was that was, a that, was that was proper crazy, proper that, yeah. Crazy.
1: Absolutely, do you know what? I, I was saying, Rachel says she doesn't think she remembers ever seeing Beastmaster. Um, but it, it's one I think we'll, we'll, I think we will visit we'll uh, go back probably to get 10 things from it. I think,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, Don't bear really
1: in a lot to get from that. That the, the
0: only thing I remember about it is the fact that it was. The first time I'd actually got freaked out by something. I think it was these bat things, and they captured people, and then we opened their wings, it was just like skulls, and that <laughs> they fell down. I crapped it. I was just a wee boy at the time, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, we'll go back to that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how but do yeah, you think we got on mate. today, John?
0: <sighs> mate, it's going to be it's going to be really high. I think we're up to the high sixties, maybe even seventies. Give us a number. I'll give you seventy-six.
1: 76, okay. Uh, well, John, I'm just doing some totting up. You're uh, you, you you're not right. You're wrong, in fact. <laughs> we have learned 110 things from Highlander. Fuck off. 110 I mean, no. things. Are you kidding me on? I'm not joking, mate. I'm not joking. Hang on a second. Here's my little bar graph. Can you see how many things we've learned? 110. Jesus! Your little face, mate. Your little face. Yeah, I'm
0: so, so chuffed. Because to be honest, I was brought with this film and I did love it. And I knew that the fact is, obviously you didn't like it when you first saw it. So the fact that we've, and it's not even a long episode. This is one of our shorter episodes. So Jesus. I'm so, Good proud, day, of so proud of that. Isn't so proud of that. Glad it's yeah, on well,
1: Finally, finally filled our remit. And finally it. done it. Yeah. Smashed so, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There so, can be only happy. one
0: episode. There can be only one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely. So, thank you, John, for making that happen. Thanks for uh, for finally allowing us to uh, to get to the remit with your choice. I ain't got, got anywhere there. near it yet, but uh,
0: we got there. There's
1: a first for everything.
0: Jesus, that's great. That's fantastic. I'm so chuffed with that. I, I hope know, the are chuffed with that.
1: Yeah, I hope you guys learned a lot as well. Uh, probably not. All of those things, but uh, yeah, you certainly learned something here.
0: To be fair, I don't, I don't don't recommend a lot of the films that we. I recommend this one. (laughs) So all
1: that's left for me to say is give us, uh, give us a like on the socials. We're on Facebook, hundred things We learn from film. We're on Twitter at one hundred things pod. We're on Instagram at 100 Things Film. And get us on wherever you can review, please. We'd love it if you gave us a review. We'd love it if in your review you wrote something you'd learned uh, about any film, anything at all. Just tell us what you've learned. Give us five stars. We'd, we'd, we'd love five stars because that gets us out there. We really, really enjoy doing this. Even if you're not listening, we're still going to do it. But we like the idea that lots of people will get to learn things about films We should quit while we're ahead, John, eh? That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Retired. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone out on top. It's like Japanese TV. You go out (laughs) on top. You cancel when you're winning.
0: Going high.
1: Um, but we'll be back next week with some shit, no doubt. <laughs> not us. <this. laughs> we've decided
0: what we've peaked. We've peaked. <laughs>
1: yeah. We'll be back next week with Beastmaster Three.
0: Uh, <laughs> the only one I've not seen.
1: <laughs> there can be only seven of them.
0: Uh, oh God! <laughs> but
1: look, John, thanks so much uh, for, uh, for for <laughs> for helping helping out today on this one. Um, anything you want to say?
0: No, just thanks for listening, guys. We've really achieved a dream on this one, and it was it a film that I was I've, I've I've got a lot of time for, so I'm glad we did so well on it. So thank you very much for listening.
1: And we hope that we'll be uh, talking to you again next week. But for now, we've been 110 things we've learned oh. from 1986's Highlander.